Hi, I'm Flash, and this is BetUS's Golf Tennis and Horse Racing Channel. Now get yourself in the golf cart. We're going to drive down Magnolia Lane. We are going to smell the azaleas. We're going to have a little look at Amen Corner. We're going to visit the Crow's Nest because this is the Masters 2022 from Augusta. For me, I've already gone goose bumpy because this is one of the sporting highlights of the calendar. I say it's Christmas in April, but before we go any further, I'd like you, as we are America's favorite sportsbook, to subscribe. Subscribe means that we can uh, also let you know whenever there's any content. And now this is the home of the majors, the home of the Grand Slam of tennis events, and also the Triple Crown. And by making sure you don't miss anything, all you've got to do is ring the bell. From the PGA, my expert is James Mazzola. From the European Tour, it is uh, Craig Edwards at Edwards uh, Tips. Now, both of these boys know this course like the back of the hand, like <laughs> we all do. So sit back. If you're not a golf better, then become one because it gives you four days of value. And the biggest thing for me is if a player is taking a shot who you haven't got your money on, you're like that. Scraff, get in the trees, get in the water, give it. <laughs> Free putt. It's great value <laughs> to hex those players that you have not got your money on. Now I'm going to come to you first, James, because Augusta, at the moment, to say it's under a cloud is one thing, but to say that their favourite sun is shining brightly is an understatement. Yeah, I mean, you know, Tiger Woods has got to be where we start. The weather is going to be a factor. I mean, we, last time we met, it, it was the players. And all we talked about was how the weather's going to, you know, run rampant on this golf tournament. And, and it, it killed did. us. We right. It, it killed was kind us. of a mess. <laughs> I think we're not going to find that here. They're going to get the rain out of there because it, it's the Masters. It, 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 God knows, right? He's going to take care of it. Make sure that, you know, uh, come Sunday morning, you know, uh, five o'clock my time, by the way. So I'm getting up really early here out west to watch that first tee time. Uh, you know, everything's going to be good. Tiger in the morning, right? And that's kind of the storyline that we have to start with. Uh, you know, I don't know where we're going to go with it. I have a couple Tiger bets already in. Uh, I'm, I'm excited to back him because you can't fade Tiger. That's like betting against yourself. So we'll, we're going to talk about that a little bit. But, you know, this is the best golf tournament of the year. And you got to throw the models out. You don't even need one. There's 30, 40 guys who can win this golf tournament. And it's up to us to try and figure out who. Yeah, you say there's 30 or 40, but let me just throw in a few trends after I introduce you to Craig Edwards, who is our European. And listen, not to say that he's not Corn Ferry, that he's not also PGA. He's not on the women's LPGA as well. Craig, welcome. But the trends are that certain players cannot win this. And I'm thinking 2022, the trends go out the window. Yeah, um, I'm not really a trends man, usually. I mean... Masters, I always think there's that romantic tinge where a champion can come back. We saw Faldo come back, you know, deny Greg Norman, effectively finish him. Um, we saw Crenshaw come back. I can remember Crenshaw coming back, showing my age now. Um, <laughs> you know, and of course, there's, a, there's the Nicholas one. So I think at the Masters, you can throw a lot of things out the window, especially if you've got a former champion with all them vibes of Augusta, the back nine, that's something special, the back nine on Sunday. Just that, even that experience of being in it for years can make a massive difference. Yes, yeah, Sergio winning at the, I think it was like the 15th uh, time of asking or something mad like that. No, 19th time of asking. Yeah. And he wins it on Seve's 60th, or what would have been Seve's 60th birthday. So, yeah, there's all sorts of things that get thrown up like that. But let me just throw a couple here, okay? Only two players have won it. James, under 25. Obviously, Tiger, because he's won everything before he was 25. <laughs> and Jordan Spieth. 
And we've got some young guns that are coming through that could emulate what Spieth did in the early part of his career. Yeah, you know, it, it, we hear the same things every year, right? You can't win it when you're young. You can't win. You have to know the golf course, you know, the contours, the different green speeds. I mean, you don't even have consistent green speeds across every hole, <laughs> every hole, right? So, you know, those are the kind of experience things that they say are necessary. And, you know, there's probably something to that. Everyone will tell you it's the most uh, course history related uh, tournament of the year. You know, we have plenty of stops where, you know, we, we have the same course. This is the biggest one. I mean, I don't want to regurgitate like all the things that everyone's saying, but it does help to play this golf course because it is, you know, just so unique in that the greens are tough. The, the, the waste areas, the, the runoffs, how where you can miss, where you can't miss. I mean, guys are talking on Golf Channel how Tiger is literally cutting chips and hooking chips into slopes. And, that, and he's going to use that to his advantage because, you know, I mean, obviously he knows this course better than anyone playing this in this field. So, you know, you're going to hear a lot of that kind of stuff. Experience does matter. It has to because this is a unique course in that there's a lot of little, there's a lot of tricky, uh, tricky spots. So, you know, I think that goes to that, you know, the, that trend particularly more than just an age thing uh, for me personally. Yeah, because it's the only golf major that's played on the same course year in, year out. That's why we all love it. It's almost like a family member, Craig. <laughs> I, I want to talk about Tiger a bit later on because obviously I don't want him to dominate like he dominates everything yeah. else that he gets involved in. I'm not sure he turns up. I'm not sure that he's going to be able to walk one of the toughest walking golf courses for two days. Uh, and also, um, when it's cold, ailments, the, they accentuate. So, for me, I'm not too sure about Tiger tearing up tomorrow morning. But what type of player do you want to be with? Do you want to be with a, a, a fairways or do you want to be with a short game guru who has to get up and down and save par? Because here, there's no 20 under. It is par is your friend, and there's certain holes to get birdies. Yeah, uh, well, I think uh, for me, I usually want to have a player that's got the length off the tee, is a kind of prerequisite, Augusta. The ability to shape the shots into the greens, like James says there, your second shot, shaping it into the, the right part of the green to leave yourself the right puts, and that's experience as well. But... I think you need to have a certain level of creativity if you're the golfer, definitely. And, uh, you know, this week, if it's going to be wet and everything, the course is going to play long. So you're going to want someone that's long off the tee. Um, it's going to, if it plays long, it kind of eliminates someone like Zach Johnson win it all them years ago. So, um, yeah, kind of thinking it's, uh, you. I'm thinking length and creativity, really. Yeah, and I was like a right-handed fader. They've done so well here. And the left-handed faders have done just as well. Um, Dustin Johnson, uh, name springs off because we look like we could potentially get the same conditions as we had when we had the uh, November Masters. And he ran away with it, James. I mean, everything, because he takes that, like, little... little takes a spin off of it so if there's firm greens or there's not so firm a fairways he's got a massive advantage but we have ball strikers from heaven queuing up behind him yeah you know and that's i think it's important to really that's a point that i want to accentuate really if it's wet and it's raining all day today they're not on the golf course it's supposed to rain all day tomorrow whether or not they get on the golf course is is is, is kind of open if it's wet, there's no roll. You're going to need that carry, right? So, you know, as much as I love like a guy like Morikawa, he does not carry it long. He needs that. He needs that run out. So, you know, when you have a guy like DJ who's hitting eight iron to a green and you go back to Morikawa who's hitting five iron to the green, 
you're just going to have they're just a different that's a different golf game right so you know i think it's a, it is important to note those bombers are going to have an advantage especially considering the fact that they can have the greens as fast as they want them they have the sub air there right so the rain is it's completely irrelevant to the green speed right so if they have firm fast greens and it's and it's playing longer than normal you're going to need those bombers and when you think about bomber I mean, DJ, you know, obviously he comes to mind. The top of the board is basically all bombers and workout, right? So, I mean, it kind of yeah, to show you yeah, that that's really what, you know, what we're going to probably be looking for. Yeah, because Morikawa is one of those master of all because obviously yeah. he's just so strong in every department. Okay, let's go to the contenders. Before we start, we have, we're going to have top 10, top 20. We're going to have winners. We're also going to have two bonus bets at the end, and that will be when we do the best bets. Prior to that, there'll be Q&A. Get yourselves in the chat. I can see there's many... Any of you watching, not you're not putting anything in the chat yet. If you want to know about certain players, don't worry. Between the three of us, we can tell you about players that are not even at Augusta. Okay, so feel free to throw absolutely anything at us. Let's go. That's the most fun with, part. The, the, the questions yeah. at the end are the most fun part. So get those things in there for sure. Yeah, well, I'm going to be the one who starts with most of the questions. Uh, Craig, what, what player do you think is massively uh, a contender here? Well, I'm going to be kind of sticking with Brooks again from the last time at the players. I just His record, even though since that kind of purple patch when he won the four majors, his record since has still been good considering the injuries and everything. Uh, you know, he lost, to, he kind of, um, Tiger sneaked up on him a couple of years ago, didn't he, to win. Um, and I think uh, he's going to hit it long off the tee. And I think I mean, the players, we, we put him up at the players and he, he had the draw bias, didn't he? You yeah, know, which is, so it's easy to write off that performance. And now the other thing with Brooks, I think subconsciously, he doesn't play as much golf as like the other leading players like Ram, he wants to play every week and some of the others. Brooks tries to save himself subconsciously for the big moments. And I like that. I think it shows a slight difference in the core belief of the player and his ability to close. You know, I think... Um, when Tiger was his peak, he only played 15 events a year. And that, show, that showed you that was pure belief. And, um, you know, you don't see that so much nowadays. So, um, but you do a little bit in Brooks. I think, you know, I think if he's fully fit now, I think, you know, he'll want to make his mark again, again in the sport. Yeah, my my negative on that one before I go to James is he wins or oh, he won his majors on fast rock hard golf courses and he's not yeah. going to get that this week and also he's They're been coming. losing that driver a little bit to the right. You do not want to be going right on the majority of these holes. James, who's your first contender? I mean, we have to start with John Rahm, right? The most solid, there's the least amount of questions. I mean, we could pick apart the entire top of this golf board. It's very difficult to pick apart John Rahm's game. Has struggled putting this year a little bit, but, I mean, come on. He's he's one of the best putters in the world. Is that world. a new That's putter, only a Did he not go with a new putter? Yeah, and he did, right? He switched He switched from TaylorMade to Callaway, you know, filling around with some new putters. I hate that, personally, from, from my players. Like, I don't I don't like guys who switch equipment. I mean, shoot, we saw when Rory went to Nike, he completely lost his game, right? So, you know, that's not something that I love, but here's the thing. He's actually hitting the ball better with with, with, the, with his Callaway equipment. Just needs to get that putter going. You got to start with them because, again, we look down the board, Rory has question marks. I can make arguments against DJ, Brooks, obviously Bryson, Morikawa, Xander, Smith, even Thomas. Rom is the single most like like the pillar of all these guys, and when it comes to strength of his game, and let's be honest, his game fits perfectly here, straight and hits every green and puts well. 
a mag a magician around the greens. It's only a matter of time until he wins the Masters, and obviously that's why he's nine to one. We're not betting him there, but I think you actually when we talk about contenders, he is the number one contender uh, when it, when it comes to winning a green jacket. Yeah, but the, uh, I, I don't see the value. I'm a big no. John Rahm fan. Number five in like greens in regulation, one oh five in putting. Yeah, what, that's gonna turn, and well. he's gonna blitz a, a blitz a field at some point this year when he oh, get, yeah. when he goes back to gaining four strokes uh, uh, around the green or putting, and he wins by like ten. That's gonna happen at some yeah. point. Another negative that I throw into John Rahm, especially of something like the Masters, especially with being Spanish, with all the history, maybe following Seve and the laugh about, and Garcia is emotion. I've just seen him getting a little bit too frustrated. This is not the golf course for a player that gets frustrated. Sure. Okay, the first one I'm throwing in is obviously DJ, because he won here on absolute canter two visits ago. Um and I think he's playing, obviously, the back uh, round four of the players. He was in the worst of the draw. He got absolutely stiffed with the draw of the players. Shoots a 63. Lowest uh, round by any player. Then he finishes fourth at the WGC two weeks ago. Takes a week off. Comes here. And it looks like the gods are going to favour him again. I cannot see him being out the 10, so he's an obvious contender. And... There's seven or eight ahead of him in the betting. You're going to get around plus 1,800, plus 20, uh, plus 2,000. So with DJ, with the way that he just ambles around, he's the opposite to John Rahm. You wouldn't know if he just birdied, bogeyed, or eagled a hole when he when it comes off. It's such a massive weapon. Uh, Craig, have you got another one of your contenders where you think to yourself, yeah, I can see him uh, causing a bit of an upset, or he's a player that's in that normal 30 to 50 to 1? Well, I mean, the guy I, I am a bit sweet on this week, and it's unusual for me, is Tony Finnau. I mean, um, I like the fact that he's coming here under the radar. Last week in Texas, he's putting improved day on day. Um, so I'm hoping he's got some kind of positivity because that's his Achilles heel. I mean, he's got the tools for this course. We've seen it in previous years. He has come here in quite poor form, though, the last couple of times he's done well here, which is a little bit encouraging. Um and it's strange, isn't it? He had all that consistency and then he won the FedEx. He's not had a top 10 since. Um, there are signs there. And I think that, you know, tell you what I like about him. I, I know you probably, <laughs> people don't want to talk about Angel Cabrera anymore, but he was a marvellous high ball striker, pure natural talent. And he just took championship courses apart. And he took championship fields apart just purely on his ball striking. There was nothing else. And, you know, I just feel like DJ has that ability. And, you know, I think Tony Finner has that latent ability. But it's a big ask with no top tens this season. I mean, on the trends flash that you were mentioning, you know, normally players have top tens leading into the Masters. And, you know, it, Sergio, although it was a shock, I think he'd had three leading into it, you know, and stuff. So that would be my concern. But... I think we're being compensated by his price this week. I mean, I got him at plus uh, 6,600. So, um, you know, quite happy with that. Yeah, but the only problem with Tony Fino is that he can get that spaghetti putter out on the back nine <laughs> on Sunday. Him getting it done means he sets the clubhouse lead. If he's anywhere near yeah. the final two groups on Sunday, then find the value with either his partners or the group in front, James. Yeah, no, I agree. It, you know, we're going to talk about our outright bets. I, I don't want to touch on any of those guys yet, but I think, when talk about contenders, we gotta we gotta we go to Rom obviously. Then we have to go to the guy who is number one in the world, <laughs> Scotty Scheffler. 
three wins before the before this week, which is just wild. I can't remember the last time someone had three wins before the Masters. One was a match play, so on his home course. I want to pump the brakes a little bit there, right? The API was a wonderful field. And then the Honda. Those are Florida golf tournaments, and, and this is not a Florida golf course, right? So no. there's definitely a theme to his Ws. I think we might be having a little uh, – uh, we're going a little too far on Scotty at, at this point. I'm going to probably try and find ways to fade him against JT, against Rom, uh, especially in the, in the full tournament uh, market. Because, again, winning uh, winning on a golf course you grew up on in Austin and, and, and winning in Florida is not the same as winning a Masters as one of the favorites. Obviously, we talk about the whole, uh, the high ball striking. Uh, he, he gets it done as well as anyone on tour right now. Finally got that first win. But going from the first win to winning in a green jacket, it's just a different class to me. So I think we have to – he's in the discussion. He's a very interesting uh, uh, person to, to talk about. But in yeah. general, I think we're going a little bit too far. I'm going to go against the market and just kind of – and find my spots to fade him, I think. I think you're 100% right. I've not heard anyone mention Scheffler. I yeah. know he's a number one. I know he's won three times. But he hasn't got a great record round here. He is still only young. I mean, he does get over that 25 voodoo. But – I'm not having Scheffler around here. No yeah. chance. I'll tell you what, there might be a bit of value in him actually missing the cut. There, I mean, he is one of those that you could see nowhere near. Okay, let's kick off then. Craig Edwards, top 10. Who is going to be your first one that you feel as if might not win, but you're definitely going to get value from him being in the top 10? Uh, it's quite an obvious one. It's Sander Scheffler, really. Um I mean, I think he's got a chance to win. I mean, he, he won the Olympics. He's quietly getting it done. I think he's got the scars here. That's my only worry for, for Xander. Um, but the form he's been in this season, he missed the players. That's pretty normal for Xander. So, uh, 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 Mr. Cook there, sorry. So, I'm quite confident that uh, he'll make the top 10. He just looks a solid, solid selection to me. Yeah, ball striker. There has something definitely gone wrong with him, though, James, uh, recently, because he hits nearly every fairway, and then he misses nearly every green. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I I love the top ten for Xander, because let's be real, we saw what happens with him down the stretch last year at the Masters, right? I mean, it's yeah. number 16, you can't take that that hole on, and he clearly did, pulled it a little left, right into the water, like, what what's going on here? I actually love that bet, because I, I don't like him to win, but I like him to, 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 be, to be very solid here this week, for sure. Yeah, I think he's one of those, uh, Craig, that you're going to see him in maybe the final few groups. And if he's there, he won't go away, but he won't pull away yep. either. James, who's your first uh, one out of the top 10? And this is an outright bet for me as well. Uh, BetUS has the best number on him outright is Justin Thomas. I'm seeing an 18 to 1 currently. That's got to be gobbled up. We got to get that down, guys. <laughs> like that. So, so we need to be betting that. But he's, 11, he's plus 1100. That's like plus 700 more than most, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, every, everywhere else, the best I found was 16. So, I mean, look, I'm looking at Bet US to win right now. Uh, it's, it's, oh, shoot, I'm on US Open. I'm sorry. He's 12 to 1. My mistake. I'm on the wrong, I'm on the wrong, uh, the, the wrong sheet. Don't worry. My, my graphics boys won't be giving you no 1800. That is for sure. <laughs> Well, hey, you probably want to grab him 1800 US Open if he's 1200 here, right? So, you know, yeah, that, that, that market is still open. <laughs> Might as well get that one while we can. Anyways, but, you know, top 10 bet for him as well. I mean, you know, when, we, when it comes to Augusta, we talk about iron play, iron play, iron play. Most guys, there's no rough, right? So most guys are somewhere in the fairway. It comes down to whether or not you can hit every shot. And no one hits iron shots like Justin Thomas. He can work it left. He can work it right. He can fight it. He can get it in the air. He's the best when it comes to, to, to the different shots that you have to hit. He's Tiger's protege to a certain extent for that. I mean, I saw a press conference earlier today. No one talks to Tiger more than JT does. They played a practice round together. You know, it, it, a guy a guy who will 100% win a green jacket in his career because his game sets up perfectly for this golf course, 
a top 10 for me. I'm just going to basically have that bet for the rest of uh, his career because he's, I feel like he's going to be top 10 in this golf course, uh, you know, for years to come. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, my, my first contender, and I, I do agree with, I'm a big JT fan. I just don't see the value. And I think that obviously in recent times, he's been at like the plus 16, plus 1800, yeah. like you said, his value, but plus 1200, not for me. I'm actually, um, Every single selection I have, I've actually done on an outright as well okay. um, because I cannot be sitting there at plus 130 or plus 140 and be uh, getting that and they win and I could have had plus 4,000. Uh, 4, so my first one is obviously DJ. I, I see yeah. DJ winning this. So I'm just being happy and greedy in case I get done in the last couple of holes and he comes second. And all it's doing is actually paying for my uh, outright selection. I don't need to go over why DJ is such a favorite of mine around this course. Right-handed fader, goes in with shorter irons than anyone, is emotionally numb. That is the bigger one, and has only got good memories of this place in these conditions. It's going to be like 56, maybe 58, 60 degrees. That is near enough, like late October, November in, uh, in Atlanta. I'm hoping I see exactly the same from DJ as I did then. Uh, Craig, who's going to be your second top 10? Well, I wanted to fit him in somewhere. I mean, we talked about, uh, touched on Scotty Sheffield there, which um, I like because we've got, Sam, I'm putting up Sam Burns for the top 10. Um, on debut, of course, he's, you know, a lot of players do go well on debut. Ignorance can be bliss of some of the pitfalls <laughs> as well. You know, as much as, uh, that experience, that experience of mishaps can uh, can create scars. So, I mean, I don't see, if you looked at the prices of Scheffler, Burns, don't actually see why Burns should be twice the price. Um, so, you know, I think uh, that gives us a fair bit of value, the way he's playing. Uh, God, he could win it on debut. He could do a fuzzy seller, couldn't he? I mean, um, you know... That form, he, although he didn't win the Genesis Invitational last year, that form is always good at the Masters. So, you know, I really, uh, I've got to put up Sam Burns at what looks quite an attractive price. Yeah, yeah, and he's a streaky player. And the one thing you can can yeah. happen around uh, Augusta, especially Amen Corner, you get through 11, you birdie 12, you birdie 13, you birdie 14. And then all of a sudden you can eagle 15, birdie 16. You can easy go with a six under stretch through six holes and Sam Burns yeah. is the type of player that that could happen to um, and a plus what would I say plus 350 for a top yeah. 10 I tell you what I wouldn't mind him being in a top 20 as well maybe around the plus 170 James Mazzola what is your second top 10 please I'm going to Willie Z. I, I don't think he can win this golf tournament because why, why, uh, why can't he win it why can't he win it <laughs> well why can't he win? That's a good question. He maybe he can't win it. You just don't win your first tournament at the Masters. That just doesn't happen. I, I no, mean, but he came second last year. That's okay, which is fine. And he came second because he doesn't have the experience of winning a golf tournament. He made a couple of mistakes down the stretch, and, and that's kind of why. I just, I mean, it's for me to, to win a golf tournament and your first win is, is a green jacket. It just seems like a stretch. I love the guy, and we talk about you know debut. He you know second on his debut uh, last year. So I mean, I think that that fits uh, the, the same path as Burns. Guy who can just he get any shot around the greens. 
I'm fine with him around the greens. I don't mind the fact he's a bad putter. This is the hardest course to putt. Like, every bad putter has won Augusta. And so, like, I throw that out the door. I want the bad putters because usually if you're a bad putter and you're and you're at the level these guys are, you're one of the premier ball strikers. And that's what he's done. But he has uh, seen a little bit of a, a, an upturn in the last uh, last tournament Gordon, and a half. Have you it's watched almost him like, putt? I think Just watch him putt. It is it is an abomination. It, you could you just know. Oh, I see it goes back with like Ozzyzella. <laughs> like and look, I'm not a I'm not a golf teacher by any means, but I know a good putting stroke when I see it, and that is not one. Now that doesn't mean he can't be successful by any means, because mostly, like I said, when we talk about winners here, Decky, Adam Scott, DJ. Yeah. I mean, we're not lighting. Only Smith is the only like premier putter who relies on on that part of his game, who who has a green jacket recently. So I don't care about his putting. I really don't. I just don't think his first win can be at Augusta, but I think that he can absolutely ball strike his way around a wet, soft golf course and basically, you know, duplicate what he did last year. Not for a win, but I do like that T10, especially at, you know, three, three and a half, you know, three to one. Plus three twenty for Willie Z, and as the words came out of James's mouth, you've got um, Craig Edwards nodding encouragingly because he is the out-and-out ball striker. He has four good days on the on the greens and by the way his putting has obviously improved but it needed to because it looked like a cross between billy mayfair and zorro he take he cannot he fails to billy take mayfair. it back in in a straight line he cuts across it but recently because obviously i was looking and i'm looking all the time for like indications of certain players improving now billy he rolled it on Sorry, Ooh, oh, he needed, yeah, I mean, we are starting so. from a low ebb. I do, I do agree. It's like an ugly bird who puts a bit of lipstick on. She becomes not so ugly, but still nowhere near <laughs> where you want to take her home to meet your parents. But my uh, my second contender, by the way, I love Willie Z. Um, my second one is probably the second hottest player on the planet, and it's Cameron Smith. Won the players, tried to throw it away, got a bit lucky with his opponent and by the way he's paired with Paul Casey so I'm sure they'll have a little laugh about Paul Casey hitting the divot on 16 at the players but Cam Smith up and down putts his boots off is a ball striker um, he's another one of those that yes I, I've definitely bet him to win it I've seen him his value drop from 33s down to maybe 16s and 14s in a place there's a hell of a lot of money going on Australians have definitely got a good record round here he is a ball striker he is a player that's not scared. I mean, he is ruthlessly single-minded. He had, I think he had 12 or 13 one putts in the final round at the players just a few weeks ago. So uh, I expect Cameron, and Cameron Smith was my one of my tips last year, and he just hung around, but he missed them vital putts. So I'm hoping that he uh, goes one step better. And he's at plus 160. So uh, if we have a little look at our official picks, I think we've got two each. We're going to spin them around. I think you're going to see plenty value. And uh, maybe there's six, maybe six of the first uh, 10 there, maybe five, uh, a couple of potential winners in there as well. Now, we get good value with them. Now we're going to go and have a little look at the top 20. These are almost your bankers. These are almost where we think there's no way this player is outside the top 20. Uh, you can go first, please, Craig. Yeah, well, I mean, we've got to bring in the Canadian Corey Connors. I mean, God, he's been so impressive here. Um, after winning that Texas Open, he came here. Uh, on debut, he looked impressive, but the last two years, he's, he's even gone on from that. And so he's just perfectly suited, like I think James said earlier. Um, you know, he's a ball striker again. I mean, he's kind of 
just looks a solid bet for the top 20, Corey Connors. You know, he would he would be my first stop. Um, yeah, could he win it? I, I just can't. I can't back him for the win. I can't bring myself. But, um, you know, I, I just like it. It's a solid. It's like it's like um, Shuffle for the top 10. He's my solid one, really. Yeah. I, I, in fact, I'm going to go to James. But before I go to James, I'll just say I've gone for Corey Connors as well. Third in the recent WGC. Puts his boots off. And you, when he hits the ball, you hardly hear the ball leave the club face. It is yeah. just so, so pure. And he's confidence. And listen, Canadians have had recent winners here as well. So and I think he, yeah. I think he was fourth last year. So again, top 10 for him last year. So if you're giving me top 20 on a player that's in form, improving and has good memories, sign me up. Uh, James, your first top 20, please. Yeah, and again, remember, this is 90 golfers and and like 20 of them are either old or are amateurs, right? So, you know, when yeah. we talk about the top t- the top 20 market, like this is not like a normal 140 event where you have, you know, a bunch of random guys kind of sneaking in there. This is really where you can make your hay in my opinion. And, and I don't I'm not necessarily sure the markets are pricing it, you know, with that without any consideration. My guy is Russell Henley, a guy around the greens, uh, you know, within the last couple or a couple weeks, he's gained up to five strokes uh, around the green. So his shipping is amazing. Not, you know, a, a solid enough putter, a wonderful ball striker as well. Uh, you know, can he win here? No. Do I still have scars from the Sony Open when I was on him outright? Absolutely do. Yeah. That's 100%. the second time you've done one of my uh, outrights and said he can't. Do I think he wins? No. no. Why? Because we, I mean, if you can't hold off Decky with like with three shot lead on the back nine at at, at, at Kapalua, uh, uh, no, I'm sorry, at uh, uh, Wiley, you're yeah. not going to be able to do it to win a to win a green jacket. It just is not going to happen, man. So <laughs> I, I don't get me wrong, I love his game, and I think his game is very suitable uh, for here, especially considering he is one of the elite chippers. Everyone's missing greens here, so around the green for me gets a big huge bump, and he's one of the better uh, players at that. A wonderful, obviously, ball striker. You know, he's going to gain strokes uh, in that category no matter what this week. But again, if you can't hold off, if you can't win the Sony, you're not going to win win Augusta. Uh, it's it's going to be more more of an elite player winning this golf tournament, in my opinion. And it's been that way. You know, like I said, top, you have to be top thirty in the world. That means you're one of the most elite guys in the world. And even the guys who have been on the lower end of that are legends. And we're talking about like Sergio and you know, uh, you know, the guys who we, you know, even Decky was at the lower end of that. Still a yeah. multi winner on tour. Russell Henley, just, I'm just not quite there for him to win. But, hey, he doesn't have to win to get a top 20 in, in the cash. Uh, where are we at? Like 2-1 two, two, uh, two to one, uh, for, for that, I believe. So, you know, that, that's all That's all we're looking for here. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's one of those. And you're looking and thinking to yourself, Corey Connors at plus 160. Uh, I actually got him on the outrights at plus 77s. I see him now around the plus 45s, maybe 50s if you're lucky. Uh, James, who's going to be your top 20? I'm going Luke List on this one. Uh, <laughs> win at the Farmers, which is a wonderful win, and yeah. we know he's going to gain strokes off the tee. One of the most elite drivers uh, in the world. His ball striking is totally fine with his irons as well, and is is uh, you know uh, an absolutely terrible putter. And I'm throwing those guys out. I don't care. I want give me all the bad putters at Augusta because everyone is going to putt shitty. Like all of them are going to right. So yeah. it's just, you know you lose the most strokes lost on the greens, and it's not even close. Happens here. So I'll take all the shitty putters, all the all the long guys, and you know no one drives the ball like Luke Bliss. He's like a top ten uh, off the tee guy uh, in the world. Again, top twenty. He's only going against basically you know nine seventy other guys. I'm pretty sure at three to one, at three to two. And he has a W already this year, which does fit one of those trends that we, we were kind of like throwing out. You kind of yeah. kind of want to have a win before you're you know before Augusta, and, and he fits yeah. that as well. So you know, again, not a guy who can who I believe you know can can uh, put on the green jacket, but at three to one, I mean, gosh, it, it, just ball striking alone. 
I think he can get there, no problem. That's probably the first time that I've actually agreed. Yeah, I don't think he can win it. I think he <laughs> uh, he can play well. But no, I certainly think a plus 320 in yeah. being in the top 20 because he's length. He goes back to what you're saying about DJ. He's taking eight irons in, maybe even nine iron because he'll be longer than DJ against some of these boys that are in fives and sixes. Uh, Craig Edwards, give me your second uh, top 20, please. Uh, Tony Finnau again for me. Um, oh, you're going Tony. Listen, you're he's dislocated up. his ankle. Hasn't played well. Obviously, he plays <laughs> well at the Masters. Remember, he dislocated his ankle on the par three. Just slipped oh, back that. into place. We love Tony. And a uh, top 20. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I would say this is probably one of the stronger. Plus 170 to be in the top 20. Yeah, um, I mean, all them things I said earlier about him being like Cabrera it reminds me a bit of Sandy Lyle as well. Uh, don't doesn't really think too deeply about things. Just just a natural, and at least the top twenty is winnable. Like you know, guy, you guys said that if he's there on Sunday, he's going to have to post it and let someone else almost lose it. So uh, you know, let's just bank the top twenty and um, just uh, say our prayers for the win. Yeah, I mean, I my uh, my thing with Tony is that again, length, length, beautiful iron player, doesn't really get flat until he sees his name at the top of that leaderboard. When he's second, he's third, he's fourth, he'll put a run together. That's why he is dangerous. I mean, I wouldn't go put anyone off betting him on Sunday afternoon once he's not on the course. If he's like four groups back and he posts something, then you've got value there on a player that's not going to get any worse because we know what that running's like, especially on 15, 16. 15, double bogey or eagle. 16, double bogey or birdie. Maybe the odd hole in one that we see coming off of that slope. 17, tough, tough hole just to par. And 18, anything can happen from from maybe, I mean, par's great. Birdie's rare. But bogey, more than 50% of the time if you don't hit that fairway trouble right bunkers waiting for you down the left and out of bounds left as well um mine is adam scott my second top 20 former winner around here and one of the former players of the year with actually without winning he's come down in the world rankings from 46 now to 36 rarity in your 40s to actually go up in the world rankings he's swinging unbelievably well he's putting well he uh there's a few mm. mistakes still in there, but around a course on a feel-good factor, I bet him on the outrights as well. But top 20, I, I just had to gobble this up at plus 170. Adam Scott, as I say, former winner, loves it round here. And probably, I would say, is the best form I've seen from him in the last five years. Beautifully balanced and any conditions. And he is such a talented player, James. Yeah, you know... He's turned himself into just like a randomly amazing putter. Like, I don't know where it's come yeah. from. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's actually he's hitting hit. the ball. Yeah, and he's, he's, you know, yeah. his, his ball striking has, you know, up to, up to recently has fallen off a little bit. But, I mean, he's like gaining strokes every week putting, which is kind of wild for Adam Scott. You know, it's interesting with the Australians because, you know, him especially, going into COVID, he won, he won at Riv. Uh, his his form was yeah. second to none. You, see, you saw some drop-off. Leishman coming off COVID, Scott coming off COVID. They had a really hard time getting their form back in, and I think now they're finally starting to get back into that groove. And, I, I mean, Adam Scott is completely live here, you know, where, whereas I say yeah. no one, a lot of guys can't win. That guy can win this golf tournament, no doubt, especially with that putter working how it is. Who's your second selection to be in the top 20, though? Although I know you, I can see you love Adam Scott. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, again, I talked about Russell Henley. I'm going to go back to Corey Connors just just a, a little bit here. You know, with, with Connors especially, again, terrible putter. 
just a guy that I like, right? Like, I know I'm stealing this one. Uh, you know, uh, when it comes to Connors, you know, a guy who has does not putt well, but it strikes it so freaking well, can work it right to left, and the easiest swinger out there. I mean, does anyone swing softer than Corey Connors does? I mean, he's hitting every green. He's in every fairway. Around the greens, he's a magician. If he had any kind of a putter, he would be a multi-winner on tour. So, you know, obviously, you know, we spoke about Russell Henley. I got to push back a little bit on Tony Finau, though, Craig. I, I, I'm just going to have to a little – I mean – Ever since his win, he is just kind of striking it all over the place. I'd like to see a little bit more form. Now, this is a place where, you know, you kind of show up. If you like the golf course, you know, you can kind of get back into that groove. I mean, this is the one, the, one of the few courses where that can happen. Uh, obviously, you know, dumping it in the water while paired with Tiger. Look, more men would have done that. <laughs> just, you know, I mean, everyone melted. Brooks melted. DJ melted. They all had chances to, to, to win that golf tournament. And I think there's a common uh, uh, denominator as why they didn't. I would just need a little bit more form from Finau uh, to, to be backing him. But I totally understand his game at his, at his prime is perfect for this place. Man, he's just been struggling a little bit. So, I, you know, that's that's just the one pushback I'll have. But honestly, Connor, Scott, Henley, List, I think they're all super live, uh, you know, in the top 20 market. And most of those guys can win this golf tournament as well. Okay, so you went with uh, Russell Henley as your yeah. second one. Yeah, and we talked a little bit about that earlier, I think, right? So. Yeah, exactly. And the big one was with Russell Henley is it took me about nine hours to find the price. Uh, <laughs> but but we got there in the end. In fact, in some places, there is That's... some that are still not giving you any odds on him. No, so that well, tells hey, you he's got, got no it. chance. <laughs> he's got no chance. They're saying, they're almost saying to you, we don't want your money. We do not want it. Now, listen, let's get to the... Let's get to the business end because this is where you get your big numbers. This is the outrights. This is who's good. We think's gonna um, get us not just because obviously we are only like interested in where's the green jacket. So Craig Edwards, who is your first tip and at what price for the green jacket, please? Brooks uh, Coker, uh, two thousand. Um, so we go go to the top. A cut of John Ram. Um, if I was to. Ha- Justin Thomas too short. Cam Smith, I want anti-post at double that number. Scotty Scheffler, peak of his powers. He'd be the first one I started to look at just because he's at the peak. In his mind, he's at his peak. But like you say, I think Augusta will trip him up, find a way to bring him back down to earth. Um, I just ended up getting to Brooks because I just think he's hungry and I think he's he just wants to get himself back to the top. And... This place must suit him. You made a good point, no flash. His best results are on faster conditions. So, you know, that would be a concern. You know, the course does need to play tough for him. Um, but he was runner-up here that year that Tiger won. He'd, I mean, and he looked happy for Tiger, which was, uh, you know, phew, yeah, I, I don't know if he had the bit between his teeth, but uh, you won't be surprised Books is fit in the green jacket would you he's just a winner through and through no i will be i wouldn't be happy though i wouldn't be happy i'll be obviously you'd be happy but i yeah. would not be happy james mazzola would you be happy if brooks Kopka puts on the green jacket yeah that's another outright for me i'm basically just finding the uh, the the best brooks number every single major i'm just searching all high and low and i'm betting him pretty much every single time especially now because he's healthy. He's playing multiple events coming up to it. He says he's as healthy as ever. And when he goes into those press conferences, I actually like to listen to him because you can kind of tell his attitude and where yeah. he's at with his game really quickly because yeah. he gets really cocky and confident when he when he knows that he's at his game and he is not so much that way when he's hurt, right? Yeah. And so when when you know early in the year when he's like the best is ahead of me, I'm feeling the best I have ever felt, you know, basically saying like 
these guys have no chance at majors. That's kind of what I think that he thinks of it in his head coming off that loss to Tiger. And look, he had a putt on 18, you know, it was like a 12, 12, 15 footer to tie to, to, to post yeah. the same number Tiger did would have made Tiger make a par on 18 that year. And he missed it. And again, like you said, he's kind of happy. I bet he looks back and is like, I should have been like, screw that guy. Like I'm going to win this thing. A lot of emotions, a lot going on. I'm pretty sure they all buckled to it, but this is a guy that you want down the stretch at a major. I mean, he, you know, Phil beat him back just, you know, just recently at the PGA. He was hurt during that time. Again, a guy who, if he's healthy, he needs to be on the card. You kind of throw everything out. Like, look, I'm looking at his numbers and they're all shitty. I'm not going to lie. Like, you know, third at the Phoenix, that's cool. He plays well there. Miscut the Genesis, miscut the players pretty much because of the weather. Played well yes. at the match play. Whatever. I don't care about the numbers. I care about the guy. It's Brooks Kepka, five majors. He's going to put on a green jacket eventually as long as he stays healthy and he's healthy. So you bet him. That's pretty much, I mean, that's, that's really the analysis here. Yeah, I mean, listen, he is also one of them players, and obviously nice guys don't put money in your pockets, but he is one of those that you are cheering on, whether you've got money or not. He is yeah. just one of the golf's uh, nice guys, a little bit like Freddie Couples. Now, my first one, I'm going to go with, uh, I'm not going to make no secret, I'm heavy into DJ. Yeah. I think DJ has got to be backed. I got him at plus 1,800. Everything suits. And then when the weather came and I saw that certain books were drifting it, I'm like, Okay, maybe they've not seen the weather. Don't tell them it's going to be absolutely perfect for DJ. Coming off good form, coming off that 63 at the players, and he got done by the draw. So for me, DJ is the most dangerous player out there. Um, do I want him to go clear and make this an absolute cakewalk so we have nothing really to watch on Sunday? <laughs> God damn right I do. <laughs> uh, God damn right. Oh, He's one of the few guys who can do that. He is probably one of the very, very few that can do that. And I'm getting 80, plus 1,800. I mean, here it says plus 1,600, but the players above him. I mean, Cam Smith would be the only other one because we got him at around plus 25, plus 3,000. But I'm looking at uh, the DJ saying, if I've got someone that I know is going to be dangerous for four days and I'm getting plus 1,800, yes, yeah, sign me up craig edwards who's your second outright and remember we're giving these as our main two outrights but everybody that we've mentioned top 10 top 20 we are actually having a little bit on them outright as well because we don't want to be winning at plus 160 when we could have won at plus 4500 craig who's your second well i'm going to try and bring a case for the for uh push james back on uh, <laughs> tony finnow here for the condemned man i think and he's uh, condemned he is condemned <laughs> but when Sergio won the Masters, they got him in the Butler cabin, and you know I'm massively into psychology of professional sport. Yeah. And they, he said to, uh, I think it was Jim Nance interviewing, and he said, I'd come to peace with the fact that I'll never win a major championship. He'd lost belief. He didn't really think he'd, he'd win, and he'd given up. Now, I'm just wondering... This year, Tony Finnau has no expectations. But I do think there was the encouragement in his play last week. And if this course fits him. So the timing of everything is right. Yeah. And he is that bad putter. So, uh, And the last time he was in contention, he actually won. So I'm hoping he can win without actually knowing he's won. That's but, it. In the clubhouse. <laughs> in the clubhouse. That's the only uh, way he's winning, Craig. If you, you see know, him in the final two groups, then obviously that's a wasted ticket, but not a wasted ticket because you've come back on him in the top I'll 20. Be behind this see, that's if where your psychology is. I'll be behind this settee flash. There's no way. Well, listen, watching. let me tell you, you are, I know that you're very, very, very into your uh, mental 
um, side of professional sport, which you need to be, especially when you're betting on it. But when you have a boxer that says, I can't win, <laughs> I'm not rushing for him to win. <laughs> no, no, and I know. I, I always say to people, bet with your head, not your heart. And I probably am betting with my heart here. But... You're 55. This is, this is the one place you can bet with your heart. This is a romantic venue. I mean, you know, it does happen at Augusta. So, 2019 you know, Tiger. I mean, that's the best example ever, right? <laughs> absolutely. I mean, I, you know, you've seen it so often here over the years. Ben Crenshaw, I remember that when his mentor had died the week before. He was totally out of form and he had no expectations. You know, he had the class. It was his second time. I think Tony Finnau's got the class. He yeah. just doesn't. And, I think he's got no expectations. He's not going to have the media saying to him, you blew, blew it last week at the Genesis or whatever. You blew it there. How are you feeling? He doesn't have that. All he's got to do is concentrate on hitting that ball well. If it's that little ball well, that little ball doesn't know that, you know, his bottle's a bit wobbly if it gets to the yeah. 72 yeah. behind everyone else, you know. No, 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 no. I, I totally agree. The other thing that you've got going in your favour is it's plus 5,500. And Absolutely. maybe... Two months yeah. ago, he was at plus 33s. Yeah. So you're definitely getting a massive number. Coca, let's put it that way. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Someone's sticking a load of money in and you're sitting there with pocket aces. But that's <laughs> yeah. not Tony Female. <laughs> no. James, who's, who's your second one? Because there's another Tony Female popping up here. Yeah, I mean, Patrick Cantlay, for me, is is a guy who I feel like is, is going way under the radar I mean, wins a BMW, wins a Tour Championship, has six straight top ten finishes, a little wonky at the Genesis, which is interesting. He's a SoCal guy, I don't, a 33rd there, whatever. And then misses the cut at the players, which, I mean, who cares? He had the, he had the wrong wave. I mean, just throw that yeah. all the way out. I'm just wondering why he's not priced with like with the JTs and the ROMs, uh, considering his, his recent form. He has big wins. He's won Jack's tournament. You know, I mean, it's just not he won the Tour Championship. He's going to win a major eventually in his career. It's just a matter of time. And this course fits him perfect. He's a wonderful yeah. iron player. He's wonderful around the greens. And we're getting him, you know, in, in the in the 20s. I, I, I just don't. To me, I don't get it. I wonder if we're putting a little bit too much stock in an MC at the players and a 33 to Genesis. I, whatever. I, look. It, you, if, you, if you're looking for a guy who's in form, I don't know what's better than, than six straight top tens. <laughs> I mean, that's just kind of where yeah. we're at. We're, and, and, you know, we're getting him at, at a price that I think is just, is just a little bit too high. He, there's, what's, what's the difference between him and Scotty Scheffler? What's the difference between him and, uh, and, and Hovland? What's the difference wins, between him and, wins only. And, and only Xander. wins because you just said he's had six top tens. He could have won all six of them. Well, he, he was he in a, a position he, where he, he has, missed He won the he has a win at the Zozo. He has a, he has a win at the Tour Championship. He has a win at the BMW. He's won Jack's tournament uh, twice, right? Yeah. So, I mean, it's not like this guy has no wins. And those are big tournaments. I mean, the Zozo typically has a great field. Jack's tournament is an invitational. Everyone plays that. So, it's just a matter of time until this guy gets some, gets you know some Ws. I mean, does he have three straight – does he have three wins in, in before the Augusta like Scotty? No. But I, whatever. <laughs> no one has that. I mean, that's just – you know, so, so it doesn't mean Scotty's the favorite here. I just – again, I think we're just underselling Cantley's ability. He doesn't play a lot of golf because of his back. Right, I mean, that, and he, his his yeah. stops are few and far between. You know, kind of what Craig says. He really sets himself up for the yeah. majors and the big golf tournaments, and, and that's all he plays because he he doesn't he can't because he he was hurt for a long time. And so, you know, I think that we just kind of forget about how dominant he was to close the season, and we need to get back to that because this is the Masters, and, and, and you know, when when your tour championship players win this, right? Like guys who win big tournaments have won this. And I think it's just a matter of time. And his, his game fits perfectly. He's a straight. He's long enough, and he can put he can hit any shot that he needs to uh, you know, on approach. Great around the greens and a very solid putter. So I mean, his all around game should fit this place perfectly. Don't care about the weather. 
22 to 1, I, I, he should be priced up there with, with the JTs. What has he done that JT hasn't? Like, no, exactly. It's been the last year. Shoots on JTs, and JT's a yeah. favorite here. Like, what are I we agree, even James. What about, what about actually having Cantley over Shoffley? Uh, sorry, over Scheffler. Yeah, I mean, I, I, that's a head to head. Being offered, I would be bet that. It's going to be what, plus 110? Yeah, plus, plus 110, plus 120, I would imagine. I would bet that 100%. And yes, he missed the cut here last year. That's fine. I, I don't care. Like, it's fine. I, I mean, I don't, that doesn't really bother me at all. I don't, I don't, you know, one year to the next. He's not, he's in way better form than he was last year. And he was, maybe that's why he's at where he is because he's at that price. Because last year he was all the rage and he emceed and everyone's like, Wait a minute! I remember that miscut from last year. Screw that! We're off him. <laughs> you know, so that maybe getting that's why we're getting some value here at twenty-two. Where you know, in, in similar fields, he he's in the fourteen. So I, I just I think that's an auto check for me, and yeah, I'm just gonna take the number uh, for a guy who I think will win multiple majors. Okay, yeah, let's have a little look at the official. Sorry, Craig. Yeah, last year he came here, and I think it was the year before that he took the lead on the fifteenth, was it yep. or something? And so they always have that kind of hangover and. I'm a bit cross with myself now that I've left Cantley out because I'd said to myself last year, if he gets over like 2,000, just start betting him because, him. you know, I've thought for a long time he's a great fit here. He stopped dancing around his putter. And also, no. I Let's cannot not talk about his pace money. of play. No. Uh, yeah. I'm not going to watch him. I'm going to bet on him. No, honestly, I can't have my money on someone that I'm going to actually age watching, you know? It's just no way. Um, I'm not even going to mention my my second one because you can read. It's Will Zalatoris. I told you about Willie Z. I think that putting is obviously still only a 5 out of 10, but his ball striking and his mentality, his confidence is up there with 8, 9 out of 10. So, again, at plus 3,500, uh, I'm more than happy to do that. Now, we've got somebody, some in the chat. One of the questions from Francesco is, uh, what are your picks for players actually missing the cut? Uh, so, we, I mean, I think Scheffler could be unbelievable value because how many times do we see a favourite coming in here and we don't see him at the weekend? Craig, who do you say you think could miss the cut and at great value? And I don't want no Sandy Lyle. <laughs> yeah, well... No, go ahead, no go I, ahead, I like Sandy Lyle to make the cut. There was a few years where I made a few bob wow. on that, but I'll Maybe. tell you. Um, to miss the cut, well, I'm not going to nick. I know James's, and that James is a lot more solid than mine. Um, you know, if I was really going to go for it, because of the year it's been for John Ram, I'd go for John Ram for the temperament reasons. I'd go right to the top of the market. Um, I, I agree with. James, I think John Ram is a, just a perfect fit here, but his temperament yeah. at the moment, everything's sort of wrong at the moment. And at some point, he's going to get to a tipping point. Even though he's like the top of the market, he's not been closing tournaments. He's going to get to a tipping point where something will happen and then he'll spring back to life. Now, it might be this week he springs back to life, but it might be that he misses the cut and then springs back to life. So if I was going to go for the top of the market for a player to miss the cut, I'd go John Ram. I know he's had. I think four top tens on a trot. I mean, you know, but he is. He is at that point in his career where he's disappointed. Let's be honest. Apart from the US Open, he's lost a lot of tournaments. I know with the Memorial, wasn't it his fault, but it was his fault as well. So, I don't know. He, just, he finds yeah. a way to shoot himself in the foot, that lad. So, he does, and he's got it. And the reason is, is because the gun is actually his putter at the moment. He's yeah. just not finishing him off. And remember, some of his wins... They actually, the putts that won him it come from downtown. Yeah, they were like four yeah. percent and things like that. And he's had, yeah, got he got away with absolute murder. And when he should win, he doesn't. And when he shouldn't win, he does. James, so we're going to get rid of for the world number. Well, he's world number two now. Yeah. Um, 
Who else, James, who else are we firing out? Great question. And I have, I have in my best bets, I actually have a missed cut, so I'll leave that one. But let's get rid of the world number one, and let's get rid of the, the defending champion while we're at it. Uh, you know, Decky's coming in with a, with a little bit yeah. of an injury. WD last week, he, you know, I mean, did he WD because he was hurt and he couldn't continue? Did he, I mean, whenever you see an injury in the middle of a round, it's not like, you know, he, he, he started, he tried to finish it and stopped. That's a, that's a red flag. You're seeing like that, and that that's another. You know, the the we we and we spoke off camera of, of the best bet that I have a little bit later. That's another one that's taken a lot of steam. It started at like plus three, uh, three to one. It's down to like one seventy five, uh, um, plus one seventy five now. Decky missed the cuts. We'll get the number one out of there, and we get the defending champion out of there. I think those are the, those are two uh, very viable viable bets for that market. Yeah, first of all, I don't think that Tiger may uh, will tear up if he does. I don't think he makes the cut. Oh. Uh, never. I don't think he's ever fouled to make the cut, though. So, again, 96. the omens are certainly, certainly not with me. But Paul Casey could mm. be one of those that doesn't make the cut. Another one who pulled out recently through injury. Like Went to the players. Yeah, okay. A little bit of a hangover. How bad was he? I think he was saying it was like back, neck, shoulder. Or, and you then want to go and play in... Uh, in tough, cold, cold conditions, yeah. Paul Casey might not be a one that you want to be uh, laying your hat on. Okay, let's have a little look at the best bets. And there is two bonus bets at the bottom of the page that we've not mentioned. We may have touched on them, but they are our miscellaneous bets. So our best bets for Craig Edwards, as you can see. I like this graphic, by the way. Um, my little bosky has done great. Uh, <laughs> top 10 for him is uh, Sander Shoffley. And Sam Burns at two plus two twenty and plus three fifty for James Mazzola. It's JT at plus one thirty and Willie Z at a massive plus three twenty. I think I will be having a little piece of that, even okay. though I've got Willie Z to win the outright as well. Um, I'm quite heavy on um, Adam Scott at plus one seventy for top twenty. I'm also on Scott at sixty sixes, even though at the bottom there's my extra pick. You can still get plus fifty five hundred. Let me go to the extra picks from. Uh, Craig Edwards. He's gone for Tom at Top Asian. See Woo Kim at plus 280. You go to betus.com, there's a free player market for top yeah. Korean. And I think it, and I think yeah. that Si Woo is plus 120. To, and I would go for that as well. Yeah, because definitely. obviously the omens are uh, against the, the other boys. And Stuart Sink, top 40. Couldn't he? Oh, I mean, again, you have to shop around. Maybe even go top 30. Couldn't even top find 40. a price for that. Yeah, I mean, got to be honest, Stuart Sink's a bit of a fly in the ointment. This time last year, he started playing well. Uh, I took him top 20 here. He he finished 12th, I think. And then, then we saw what happened at the Heritage the week after. Played well at the Valspar coming in here. And he plays well a few weeks a year, but he's got that class. And, yeah. uh, you know, if you want a bit of an outsider as well for a top 10 or top 20, just stick in Stuart Sink. I like him to play well this week, and I like him to make the cut. There's some... Plus yeah, about, make the cut. Yeah, and if I tell you that I believe in these current conditions, yes, we could have someone maybe make it to what fifteen under if yeah. it's soft. Maybe mm. Dustin, obviously, I think he was at twenty when he absolutely blitzed them. But four sixty nines is twelve under. You're not looking at sixty threes and sixty fours every day. So a sink, he could open up with a seventy, then a seventy, then a seventy, and a seventy, and he's at eight under. And eight under, I would say, is definitely going to be in the top forty. I mean, that's almost guaranteed. Let me have them best bets up again, please, because I want to have a look at James Mazzola because he's gone all romantic with me. He's gone <laughs> tiger. Head-to-head head with Patrick Reed. Patrick Reed's been absolutely shocking all year. 
but like does have a not a bad record around here because of his putting, yeah. but not been the Patrick Reed of old, and certainly the crowd are not his favourites at the moment. Tiger is plus one sixty-five to beat Reed. What happens with that, James? If neither make the cut, but Tiger shoots three over and Reed is at six over, is that a winner for you? That's a W. What do you mean? Yeah, that's a win uh, all day long. Oh yeah, for sure. So we're getting plus sixty-five. I mean, I'm looking at Reed right now. Uh, he he. I don't think he knows what a driver is. I, I'm pretty sure he should just be hitting iron off the tee. He's lost strokes off the tee basically for for a year straight at this point. You're not going to be able to do that around Augusta. You, I mean, you can't just spray it into the into the hay over there and be hitting off the pine straw. That's not going to be. That's not any way to, to score. Look, I think I, my personal opinion on Tiger is this: he's not playing unless he can at least make the cut and compete. He would just sit at home, hang out, Jupiter, Florida, relax, watch it on TV. Why is he here unless he truly believes and his body is truly capable of at least making the cut and competing? I don't think he's walking around this golf course just to shit the bed and, and miss the cut. So I'm going to have a lot of Tiger. BetUS also has Tiger to make the cut at plus 115. I'm betting that as well. And, you know, against Reed, who has literally – he has shown he cannot hit the golf ball for uh, almost a year now. I'm just going to fade him. I have no problem with that. I'm I'm done with Reed. If he wants to catch uh, lightning in a bottle, cool. You know who has a good record here? Tiger Woods. <laughs> so if we're going to talk about – Oh, yeah. You know, record oh, yeah. At Augusta, I think Tiger can, can kind of just – Bunt his way around, get around, do what he needs to do around the green. Still, I mean, I, I would I would guess he's probably going to be one of the guys who's going to hit his irons as well as anyone out there because it's just who he is, and, and, and that's the kind of golfer he, he's been his whole life. I don't think that changes. I like that plus 165. This should probably more, be more like a pick because both these guys are, have some serious question marks, so I'll just take the plus money and and, uh, and hope for a read miss cut and a Tiger make cut, and then we get the plus 115 as well. Yeah, I quite like the early lates at the moment. Yeah, I think that the, the easiest this course is going to be is uh, on Thursday morning when it's soft before they actually then go and start drying out the... And Patrick Reed is actually a late early. He goes out 12-24 and how the mighty have fallen. He's playing might be a two with unit now. Herbert and Seamus Power. Sorry? Oh. That might have to be a two-unit bet now with the wave advantage. I might have to up the stakes on that. Yeah, I'm still yeah. – obviously, you go over to the masters.com. You will be able to see all the uh, – I, I always say pairings, but it's now it's the groups, groups because, obviously, there's three of them. Just have one more look at the best bets because, obviously, I went with uh, Adam Scott at plus 5,500, even though I got a plus 6,600. And my other one is I'm all in on DJ, as I told you. So if DJ does the business – then Flash will not be seen for a week or two in the summer. He will be <laughs> off to Hawaii. Um, Dustin it. Johnson, plus 850 to be the top American. And, uh, and as you can see, all of them boys there, if any of them win, I have got them on an outright. And I've got a couple of Australians in there. So if the, Cam Smith wins, Adam Scott wins, but DJ comes second, I am absolutely laughing. Um, let me take you back to the start of the show when I reminded you that this is a new channel. This is basically just for your golf majors, your tennis grand slams, and your horse racing triple crown. Uh, we are America's favorite sportsbook, so we'd like you to subscribe. And ring the bell means that we'll notify you, and you'll never miss any of them. I'm sure I'm going to see James and Craig, God willing, for the US Open, for the PGA, and obviously for the Open which now we're starting to talk about Tiger because it's at St. Andrews. St. Andrews, it's Centenary, it's gone uh, completely bonkers. But if there's a player you want around St. Andrews, it's a nice fit Tiger. Also, make sure that you uh, follow BetUS underscore official on Twitter. From James, James, just your one winner. One, one player. Just give me Brooks. Brooks for all the majors, my one winner. I'll take him. Okay, Craig. Every single time. 
Yeah, I'm going to go with James. I'm going to go with Brooks and Earl. Okay, and I've just got to do one quick thing and make sure that if we do see an outsider, listen to these four. Webb Simpson, you can find mm. at plus 95. Talking about streaky, he is one of them. Gary Woodland at plus 9,000. He no. is another <laughs> one who can turn up late on the scene, and um, he is a major winner. Talking of major winners, Francesco Molinari is at plus 20,000, 200 to 1. And the one I've slipped into there is a ball striker that maybe want to be in your top 10 or top 20 is Abraham Anser okay. at 77 to 1. So from Craig, from James, from everyone at BetUS, it is that special time of year. We love it more than anything else. It is the Masters from everyone at BetUS. You take care. Thanks. Enough.